is and really other than having to work in the morning. But uh, chaos can break out at any moment, so let's capture these these precious minutes. <laughs> Do what you can. Yeah, it's. I mean, uh, imagine that something's going to happen. A dog, a wife, a child. I also, for some mm. reason, started the dishwasher because because uh, I'm a I'm a rookie these days. But yeah, same. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the warm sounds of the Beer Engine Podcast with Griff and Tony. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Griff. Uh, Nearly 90 episodes into the Beer Engine Podcast. Every week we record, and I'm just baffled, not by anything good we did, just the consistency at which we were willing to do it. Uh, truly remarkable, Tony. And, uh, this is a special week because you and I, of course, are here, uh, fully garbed up in our tuxedos, a la Jordan Peterson, ready to go on some kind of rant about what was he writing? Like the book about eating raw meat with his daughter or whatever with his daughter did. And, and her yeah. partner who's a pickup artist. Shocker. Uh-huh. So. And and we know, and here's a guy that knows a lot about pickup artists. I remember listening to that episode. Uh, we, of course, are fortunate enough to be joined by our uh, colleague and friend, Brian. Yeah, I, uh, of course, am, I'm from the Dr. Neil Strauss school. Right, of, of course. Artists. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that Which, guy. <laughs> basically is like, wear some leather wrist cuffs and treat women like shit. That and was don't, you have to have, don't you have to have a huge, like, 10-gallon hat with a big green feather. For some reason, I can remember him wearing that, that, that garb. You need a statement. You need a statement piece. Yeah. I was, I was like, is it, wasn't that, I swear to God, I saw Adam Carolla wear that in an episode of The Man Show. Brian, you might remember this, the one where they met Don the Magic Wand or whatever his name was. The, uh, the <laughs> yeah, the pimp. pimp. Yeah, sure. And they, were, and they got drunk off their ass, and they pretty much got to do a show. <laughs> extremely fucked up, which I was always jealous of. I, I wish that I show, that. let me tell you something for, uh, for the era it was in and it could only live in the era that it was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it was, it was great. I mean, I, because I was the right age, you know what I mean? Like I was yeah. a straight white male, mm-hmm. uh, that was just coming into like, you know, whatever, late teens. I was and, maybe 13. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and so, and then these, these two idiots were basically just like making fun of people uh, and then made hot girls jump on a trampoline <laughs> and everybody yep. was just cool with it. Yeah. We all and just it, liked it. It was just on at night and uh, it was on yeah. after Win Ben Stein's money or something or whatever. And the then in between, was on at that time. And, and then the commercial breaks were always like girls gone wild videos, everything oh, yeah. about like that whole half hour block. Yeah, everything about that half-hour block would now get you instantly arrested. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, back in back in the day, it made sense. The 90s were a simpler time. Now, here's the difference between our show right now and if this were the Joe Rogan show with Jordan Peterson, is that if this were that show, I would say, and what the fuck happened that now the world sucks so bad? But instead, <laughs> right. we'll say, maybe... Uh, maybe there's a reason that happened instead of being uh, wistful for the days of um, being able to, I don't know, ogle a bunch of 17-year-olds or whatever. 
you can both appreciate that it was great at the time when right. and, and also say, but yeah, super fucked up and should not right. it shouldn't be that way anymore. Like yeah. both of those things can be true. You know <laughs> We we were having a, a text conversation yesterday, Brian, because I and I actually mentioned on the show that I've been reading this this Manson book. And Tony, you're you're heavy into the this, these American conspiracy, sixties conspiracy theories and stuff. Yep. But I was I was feeling very insane because I um, I was looking at some reviews of this book and there's really only two different ways that the reviews seem to go. It's either I heard Tom O'Neill on Joe Rogan and he's one thousand percent right and there's I'm being scoped out by aliens, and there's B is um, uh, this is all hokum and um, you, you know the helter skelter is the only the the um, the, the seminal piece on on the Manson murders and that's all truthful when I'm reading this and I'm like yeah I think we're but you know all this stuff did happen like there was MK Ultra and there was like the COINTEL pro thing and all that shit was real so it's not really made up but it makes me feel crazy because I'm like am I gonna be on a am I gonna be going on a whole like three-hour rant about uh, the Kennedy assassination or some dog shit, or I'm am sure I going to become nano, are there nanobots in the vaccine or whatever else? Are. I mean, what? <laughs> All right. So there we go. That's I'm, where we're at. I'm magnetic as fuck right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's <laughs> <laughs> and, and the pickup artist thing also, we're still going on. We'll just, we'll just hang on to that too. Cause I think that can all be part of the same show. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's funny hey, uh, you mentioned hey, Joe Rogan. Just the other day I saw a picture of him try to wear a normal pair of headphones, kind of like you and I have got on Griff. Mm-hmm. But his head is so swollen with human growth hormone, the band mm-hmm. does not fit around his skull. He's, he, he's yeah. like, um, if you've ever seen The Simpsons, not sure whether you've ever seen the first 10 years of The Simpsons. I've heard a Brian couple of seasons, yeah. yeah um, ran into it. If you can remember when Mr Burns had a baseball team and – Ken Griffey's <laughs> head got swollen. Gigantism. Yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah, happened yeah, to Joe Rogan recently. You take a look at it, yeah. it is really off-putting. Yeah, he is just a general. I mean, I think they should try to do news radio now. That's what we were talking about, Brian. What if they did now and he looked like he does now New with Rogan, his hard-ass yeah. nipples protruding through his T-shirt or whatever? You're I mean, I don't, I don't fault anybody for like finding a lane and and making it but but i will say like you look at that guy's whole career and i think he might be the least talented famous person yeah right now and again like i don't i don't fault the dude for 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 making money and and no i don't like i'm no 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 not faulting him but least talented person right now to be famous famous person eric trump that he's I think that he surpassed the Kardashians. I used to think the Kardashians were the least talented famous people, but now they were around long enough that that they, yeah, that they figured out a talent, (laughs) which is, yeah, look hot, be weird. And then that's it. Uh, Yes. Eric Trump. Okay. Like, uh, but he's famous tangentially. He's not, yeah, he's not famous in and of itself. Even Donald Trump, as a famous person, is more talented true, very than Joe true. Rogan. Like yeah. he's been famous for forty fucking years. He he's figured a great that poster out. too. He, he, I mean, the the fact that we lost his posts is still a true shame. It is a, it is a loss. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but anyway, I mean, good, good for him. And I, I fully believe, I mean, I never had to deal with this, obviously, but I truly believe that if I became famous or something awful, I would yeah. just keep being awful. We were on the verge of it with TAI, Tony. Like, this is true. It, it had, it had turned dark, it had turned dark and weird, uh, and I didn't love a lot about it. And then the community, sometimes there were factions of the community that made me very <laughs> uncomfortable. If, if like that had jumped from our like little, you know, small world to somehow big national fame, I'd have fucking been the awful guy. I think I, I don't, sure. I don't know given up because it was the right thing to do. <laughs> I think I just would have rolled with it. I, th- I think you're right. And I think the more interesting part is the fact that, our show was a microcosm of what the USA and the world in general has become. We sort of were able to see the future before it it became what it is right now, like the awfulness within communities, the awfulness of an online community. We had that, and we had the good parts too, and we probably had more good parts sure. than than bad. But, yeah, that, that dark underbelly that... Um, that we attracted, yeah. and there are certainly fringes that I'm not sure weren't involved in the uh, January 6th insurrection. I've got to be honest. <laughs> There's a couple of guys that I, I could uh, scratch my chin and think, yeah, like Rando is pr- probably the most harmless person and one of the most normal people that interacted with that show. Mm, okay, well, mm, <laughs> might, have to, might have to push back on you there, but my only... Well, my you're only... not a stunning example. You're doing a podcast right now. You're in the same boat as Rando, but you've actually got a life and you're doing I'm a in podcast, the same Griff. boat. What if we were in the same boat? Like one small, <laughs> what if we are floating a along? A literal boat, yeah. I always, I, I think the, closest, the thing that puts me closest to Rando has nothing to do with podcasting. It's the fact that I'm about a mile and a half from where he lived. I think that's what makes me feel very close to Rando is that the and, sportsman's manner is is just down the road here. <laughs> and I've I have said this publicly and privately. I believe that there's probably a little bit of overlap in the porn. Uh, oh yeah, I think, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. There's now, a, granted, there's a, he, he took it. He took it too far. Yeah. He took it too far in one direction. But there's it, there's a Venn diagram, and there's some shit in the middle. Me too. <laughs> where I. I feel like uh, we we've been in the same boat in uh, porn boat. We've been in the same porn cruise. <laughs> We're out. That that's a boat. We I, we would we actually would voluntarily get on that boat. I think we just I, like, I, walk on there together. Yeah, let's check it out. <laughs> right, what's going on on here? Oh, hey, Gianna, what's up? Uh, <laughs> uh, that would hit it too close to home. That's anyway. an old school pool. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go go for it. Right. I'm going for my I got my VHS tapes. The um, do, so but Brian, I would say that. Do you think you would have to stay awful? I always thought you were the straight man of that show. Isn't that how that show worked? Where you were, you were like the, you were the um, yeah, you were the straight man, and everybody else the was the crazy leader. person. Now the problem with Joe Rogan is that he's also crazy just the crazy person. guy, right? Yeah. Well, that my biggest problem with Joe Rogan is that. Median guests that he has on, for the most part, I really like them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I mean, you know, Tom Segura is, sure. I love yeah. Tom Segura, and I'm not a huge Burt Kreischer comedy fan, but I like him as a guy. I think he's, sure. you know, a, a funny person. But uh, yeah, it just, 
it, yeah, and it's you're Jordan right. Peterson. And, yeah, then it's then right. it's these other you know whatever. Every, Hell, I'm, yeah, so like I said, I'm reading the book by the guy that was just on the show because why would you if you're on a book tour you would never turn down being on that show, never. right? If you're a comic. No. There's no way. It's like the most famous, most downloaded podcast on earth. I mean, he he can move the needle. Down. Yeah, he moves yeah. the needle, and that's a sad thing, but he'll. So then, then Aaron Rodgers also gets all of his medical advice from the guy. So, like, maybe right. you just need to put shit in perspective. That's the weird. That's sort of the weird thing that's happened uh, in in the time, Tony, since we stopped doing like TAI to what it's be- you know the the internet and the podcast world has become is somehow these people have convinced everybody that it's not just that they're. Yeah, we're a thing that you do to waste an hour uh, a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're it's for your for entertainment. It's like no, this is a guy that knows everything about how I should live my life moving forward, <laughs> and that's insane. Can you imagine well, if we were that? Yeah. If we if TAI was that, people used it as a way to like live their life. Just mm-hmm. everybody, everybody's involved with buckets of Coors Lights and whatever the fuck Phobes was, was up to. <laughs> like it, it's insane. You guys are much closer. You guys are much closer to, if, if we think of today's podcasting, you're probably much closer to a serial true crime podcast than you are to anything that's actually out there in the world. We're <laughs> <laughs> looking at famous ones. Uh, it's probably, it's probably more like, wow. Uh, are they starting to investigate what happened with that tea kettle? We'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> episode of TAI. Um, all right, guys. Uh, clearly, we, we're drinking something. What are you guys? What are you guys taking down tonight, Brian? You, you get you getting into a cocktail for this mess? I am. I'm actually finishing the bottle of bourbon that you brought mm. over. Uh, Much maligned now, bottle of bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have Ooh. to. Uh, I'll have to. I have to replace it. So normally, Griff. You know, now that he lives here, like we see him once a week or so. So yep. if he buys some liquor, we just keep it on the shelf. And next time he comes over, we drink it. But our whole house was infested with this COVID-19 that you may have read about. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, uh, yeah, we basically haven't seen anybody for two weeks. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to drink, drink this. Yes. And then, uh, well, he doesn't want a COVID bottle anyway. So I'll, uh, we'll buy him a fresh, uh, you know, negative test bottle now that we're all better. <laughs> Pouring it on there. Yeah, that bottle of bourbon. So that was the High West store pick that I brought over. It was the uh, uh, High West was a, is a distillery in Utah, Tony. Uh, oh. Famous state for booze. They can actually have um, distilleries in Utah? That's kind of shocking. I know Salt Lake I guess. isn't a prime example of the rest of Utah, but I, I would think that they Park would have City laws against they, that shit. They have lots of interesting laws, but I didn't happen upon too many of them with the one distillery we went to on the drive home. But we were in Park City where the they have the Sundance Film Festival, where I would guess there's a lot of the three things that Utah doesn't want to be known for, which I would probably be hookers, blow, and booze. I would guess there's sure. now a nonstop flow of all three of those things into, into Park City for a few days. Um all right, Tony, what about you? You've been cocktailing it up, you said. I have during the week. Right now I'm drinking a Dark Lord, which is just a, a 10% Imperial Stout. You say Dark Lord? Yes, Dark Lord. No, yeah. it's not. That's not what Dark Lord is. Dark Lord is the thing that we have to go to Indiana for uh, once a year for a day. That's what Dark Lord is, Tony. Oh, bad flashbacks from Griff. But during yeah. the week, I because we actually had some decent weather, we got into the low 90s for 
the American folk. I had an Aperol mm-hmm. Spritz, which is the perfect drink for a dry Australian summer while mm. watching the tennis, while watching the Australian men fail at tennis and watching Ash Barty go deep into the second rounds. All right. Who, who are your Australian tennismen? Uh, Alex Demonor was the best place to the Aussies. You wouldn't know him, but mm. you may know no. our most controversial figure, and he's great because he divides nation, and that is Nick Kyrgios. Have oh, heard really, I am familiar with this fella, yeah. yeah. Greek, Greek sounding name for oh, sure. Absolutely. But. Definitely of, of, of Greek or Eastern European descent. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. during one of his matches, he smashed a tennis ball into the crowd, hit a 10 year old kid, which is not great. Oh, yeah. But he did apologize. It's a tennis ball, so it's not so bad. Yeah, and he gave the kid a racket, and those rackets are not cheap. And then he, hit the, he beat the living shit out of him with that too. Come <laughs> on, dude, settle down. But he's a guy that likes to explode, and the number two seed played him earlier in the tournament and really upset the number two seed because the the crowd were right with Kurios and they were booing this guy, and he had a real problem with that. We actually had a tennis crowd that actually made noise. Isn't that what you want these days? Could you imagine going to a, a sporting event in the no. US where no. they call for silence in between points? That's just not right. I can't it would never happen. going to a tennis match. I've never been to one, but no. uh, I, I, I would, I guess. I don't really know anything about it, but I would go to it. Is it always over Australia Day, Tony? I know you just had Australia Day. Is the, is the Australian Open always around this time? It used to um, finish on the Australia Day weekend when we used to extend our public holidays into the weekend. So no matter where a day would fall, we would then have a weekend um, where you would get the day. Say if Australia Day fell on a Tuesday, you would get the weekend plus the Monday and Tuesday off. We don't do that anymore, but it generally falls in that Australian Day area because Australia Day's uh, January 26th. It used to finish the finals right on that weekend and that holiday weekend, but it's not so much that now because of international calendars. And honestly, Australia Day is not a big holiday and it's kind of taken the turn of Columbus Day. So speaking about what you couldn't do 10 years ago, we sort of realised that Australia Day means nothing and it is just a date to mark Europeans invading Australia. Um, it's something which was awesome. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> which is something that we didn't really celebrate as kids. It only became a thing in the like late nineties, early two thousands, and it led to all the problems that you get with nationalisms. We had race riots, mm-hmm. or race riot, yep. I should say, not race riots. We had one. We don't do things in multiple. We tend to learn. Um, and there used to be a big Australian music countdown that uh, took place on Australia Day. They've moved that off the Australia Day weekend to just uh, middle of January. Um, A lot of people aren't uh, becoming nationalised on Australia Day anymore because of the bad press it has. Um, Oh, yeah, because of all the, uh, say, the Aboriginal people probably are not a big fan of the celebrating the European (laughs) invasion of Australia. They call Uh it Invasion Day. Great pull there, Griff. That's so. what we call Nevada Day, Invasion Day. <laughs> so when are they I don't know who invaded stop? who, but yeah. So basically the most people whining about it. <laughs> the most people will yeah. do is have a barbecue, have throw a few snags on the barbie and have a get together mm. with friends. I didn't do that. So no issue. getting no getting ripped up on on uh, on Australia Day. So I will say on Nevada Day, which I know is not a national day because this is a state, if I recall. 
but I um I did people were getting drunk. I, I did see that, Brian. I don't know if, if that's a thing that people typically do, but I don't know why I ended up at the Green Valley Ranch, but I did, and it was packed to the gills, and everyone was getting fucked up. So I don't, I, I don't know that I was that down was. With that. I don't know that that was because of Nevada Day. I think you just went to the Green Valley Ranch. Oh yeah, uh, and there was just people <laughs> drinking. <laughs> um, but well, you, you know, know but I support it either way. <laughs> No, uh, it's yeah. it, it's a silly holiday. I also like Tony how you guys have had one race riot, and what you guys learned was to not have more race riots because we we learn as well. But for some reason, what we learn is the opposite. Like that was a mess. Next time, more people, more violence. Yeah, let's let's bring really in. let's commit to these race riots you and guys. more merchandise like tiki torches. <laughs> we didn't do that shit. That would have been the way to go. You know what will solve this? 20 times more cops. That should <laughs> fix it. Nobody will be mad about that. That is not going to be a problem. But just speaking well, about the music yep. poll that used to take place on Australia Day, uh-huh. uh, there was an Australian I was, hoping, I, I was hoping we were going to get back to that. <laughs> Tell me I, more. About the I'm music deliberately poll. bringing this Is this up. a Kasem joint or is this a Seacrest <laughs> thing or what's going on with this guy? Uh, this Oh, no, Brian's kids might be a touch young for this group. Um, and I don't oh, mean God. because of their age. I don't age. know what's going on here. I mean, Where is this just going? generationally. Because we had an Australian group top the charts with mm. a cover. Um, do you know of any Australian famous music groups at all, Brian? No. Uh, no, I'm going to say no. Not even that you kids may have listened to. I don't know whether they're still popular. Oh, is it the Wiggles? Are you thinking like the Wiggles? I thought it was going to be the Bananas and Pajamas. (laughs) The Wiggles did a cover of Tame Impala um, and they came in at number one and it's a huge countdown. It's not a small couple of votes. I'll I'll open this up (laughs) to the group. Who is the most famous Australian person right now? Right now. That Hugh Jackman? Yeah, I think it's I I think it's huge Jackman. I I don't know. I I think Keith Urban would run him close. Okay, Um, right. Or a film star. Wasn't Nicole Kidman is Australian, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they're pretty famous. Keith Urban and Nicole. They're they're quite the partnership. Um, Rebel Rebel Wilson. She's Australian. Oh yeah, and she's skinny now. Good for her. I forgot about that. Um, uh, I was going to say, I was hoping you were going to say the Wiggles did a cover of Creep or something. Yeah. I thought well, that would have been much funnier. For no, that. It, it is, it's, not as, it's not as weirded out as, say, Creep, which is an yeah. awesome tune, but it, it is like a heavy song. And, and they, oh, okay. they, they do it with like one of the original Wiggles has left <laughs> and he just has like this. Oh, no. What happened to the rest? Oh, no. They Wait, left because they got all dead. But he started- Wiggles, oh. Wiggles were found dead in the in the bathroom, surrounded by mescaline. I was going to say, where where was that? Where was the behind the music? <laughs> they just recorded Amazing. that Black Flag song, whatever that one is, or the, the Burning City or whatever. But the four founding members um, learnt from every other rock band, and they they made sure their contracts were watertight. And and after doing it for fifteen years, they got fuck you money. So one of the guys left and started. A rock band just for shits and giggles, and being, so he was playing like shredding electric guitar during this this cover, <laughs> as they were they were mashing up Tame Impala with with fruit salad. It was it was killer. I know a lot of being people a, hate it, being but I love Wiggles, it. 
being the Wiggles is a good gig, man, or, or like the Raffy mm-hmm. type thing. I feel like that's you. You really kind of got it made. But maybe I mean I don't know. I guess dealing with a lot of kids all the time, you're probably sick all the fucking time, right? <laughs> it feels like. I mean, Brian, you're sick all the time, and you got three kids running around. You got fifteen hundred or a couple, you know, five figures worth of kids scurrying about the uh, the United Center, and you're catching something, right? I mean, that's do for, that's you do start, you man. think? Do you think you could parlay that to like uh, the milfs? Like, do you think there are adult? <laughs> We're thinking milfs back on the milfs. Yeah, groupies. Mm-hmm. Sorry to bring it back to rando, but <laughs> I just a part of me thinks like, well, probably, yeah. but then another part's like, but you're putting out such like you gotta kid, you gotta be careful. Kid yeah. energy, like you know, most ladies aren't into that. But I wonder. I, they gotta they. they I there has to be. And there, I believe I think there all, has to be. Yeah. The, all four wiggles fucked a milf. Yeah, I think so. The only <laughs> issue is there is now a female wiggle. I think they wrote a song about it. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> but the creep. I think the, yeah. the big issue that I think could could be cock blocking themselves is the uniform. The coloured turtleneck is a huge oh, yeah. issue, and unless milfs are into that fetish, could be an uphill battle. They look like BJ from uh, Righteous Gemstones, all of them. Yes, they do. Good, good. Oh, I like that show. <laughs> right. Uh, um, all right. So in, in honor of Australia Day, which I just found out existed a couple days ago, um, Brian and I had a big week. Um, we have been snacking on some Australian pies. I think I mentioned on the show last week that I was ordering those for us to try. Um, we are going to talk a little bit about those, but I do feel like I have no choice but to tell the story of the pie delivery. And um, Tony, you have not heard this story yet. So, uh, and our listeners, of course, have not heard this story. Now, before you say this, this, this one, this one takes a weird turn. Yeah. Whenever I get yeah, it, put onto a podcast with two other people and they have a story to tell, it doesn't generally end well, does it, Brian? The last time I was on with you and a oh. guest, it didn't end well. For me, it was no. fine. <laughs> mm. uh, no. uh, it's not that bad. It's not. It's not going to be that kind of a turn. No, uh, no. This, this... this one. Uh, this one's interesting. And I uh, just well, just listen, and then we can okay. ask Griff a lot of questions. <laughs> a bit more of a comic turn. I, I um, this one does not end in tragedy. Well, not yet. We haven't reached the tragic phase of this, what this could be yet, but we'll find out. So yeah, ordered the pie. You ordered the pies. It was, I would say it was an unofficial ordering process. We'll call it uh, it's sort of in the same way that you and I, Tony coordinate our uh, recording schedule, which was meaning exactly the same way we re- uh, coordinate our recording schedule by me saying on Facebook messenger, I would like these many pies of these types. And I want them in this state frozen. You know, and he uh, and and the the fellow over there said, "Great," or lady. I don't know who's actually running the uh, running the chat there. So uh, they say it, and they say they're going to bring him over to the old uh, to the old house here, which is great. They're going to drop him off right at my door. Killer! I pay. I'm going to pay the guy. So finally, so we he had to delay a couple days. Uh, Tuesday, their um, their commissary was closed, and then Wednesday, he didn't get the right ingredients, so he eventually comes. He finally makes it on Saturday, and we, we ordered a lot, and, and Brian can attest to this. We got a lot of pies. Uh, I would say 28 pies was the amount of pies I got. <laughs> um, 
it was quite a few pies. Um, so the, the, I, the doorbell rings, he's got all my pies. I, I run, I scurry down, down the stairs, open the door and, uh, the fellows there. Uh, and this guy is fucking tore up, dude. He is shredded, ripped up guy, Australian guy. And hi mate. You know, he does, he's got the whole, he's, Here from we go. he's, he is a Australian guy. So he's handing him out. He gives me these, they're big, you know, um, vacuum sealed bags with the frozen pies in there. So, he, and they, you know, they're homemade. They look great. Put him on the stair and I ask him if I can pay him over a Venmo. He's good with that. Pay him over a Venmo, which means I do have to learn this fellow's name, which I will not be disclosing. <laughs> hit that beat button when I accidentally say it, but <laughs> nope, not that one. Sorry. Uh, so there you go. So, uh, I come back upstairs and I'm telling, I'm telling Kelly, I'm like, yeah, that guy was ripped up. That guy didn't eat pies. What's going on with this? And stashing them all. And eventually my curiosity gets the best of me. And I, uh, here's look this wait, guy up. R- r- there it is. There's the twist. Now yeah. this, this, this is where <laughs> Griff is different than me. And I think many other people, he is a much more inquisitive person, <laughs> much more curious person. Yeah. Never, first of all, if if a if a ripped Australian dude mm-hmm. who presumably bakes things shows up at my door, probably not telling my wife. I just that's just me personally. <laughs> Literally I mean, the first thing I told her, I was like, that guy was what that guy second, was going nuts. Second thing, I don't think I would do. Oh well, yes, let, yeah. yes. Okay. I'm gonna let uh, I'll let let me let him finish what he did, and then I'm gonna jump back in with how he and I are different. All right, go ahead. Oh yeah, okay. Sorry, I thought you meant you were yelling at Tony for the phone thing, but oh, um, no. no uh, so what I did is I looked this guy up, and um, well, actually, I didn't find him. Was the interesting thing? Um, the thing I found was peop- a, a Facebook group that was named "People Who Are a Fan." Of Thunder from Down Under's this guy's name right here, right? So I'm not going to say it. And uh, so I realized because I had been I had been sort of tossing around in my head. I was like, oh, I wonder, you know, I was I meant to ask the guy. I was like, oh, how'd you end up in Vegas? And um, just didn't, you know. I just took my pie and went on with it because I figured I could do right. my own investigative work behind the scenes. But that's the, you. you the, <laughs> your first instinct was correct. Yeah. And then came your second instinct, which is like, I wonder if you could see this guy's cock anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's everywhere over the weird. internet. And it turns out you can. No, uh, could not find, couldn't not find that. But, you <laughs> so know, you went looking for it. <laughs> yeah, I typed cock in after his name, like anyone would do on Google. But uh, again, I typed 2021 the way I searched out. This guy, that's <laughs> the way you got to do it. Like you're looking for directions on how to fix your toilet or whatever. But um, the uh, this, it, this turns out this guy came through the the main, I guess, visa pipeline of Australians to Las Vegas. I I mean, the only because of well, the first thing this is the funniest part is I'm telling Kelly this. I'm like. Hey, this guy is coming. He came through the 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 main pipe, and she sort of looks at me with like a stunned glare, and she goes, "He was in the Australian Bee Gees," and I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" It's a wonderful lady. You married a wonderful lady. <laughs> at least she could have gone with a more modern reference like Human Nature, because I played Vegas for like ten years. Oh, Human Nature! I forgot about Human Nature. Yeah, that especially was, and- it's especially great because. She has seen Thunder from I know, yeah. She, she and your wife. wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They saw it together. Both went. 
Yeah. First thought so he, was the Bee Gees. So yeah, that's right. That's right. Barry, he's, he's playing Barry yeah, Gibb. It was he did make Barry Gibb. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there he was. Because no, he's the only was, one um, alive still. So it had to be Barry. It couldn't be Morris right. or, or the other he was one. looking good. You give it up for Barry. But yeah, this, um, and, and the other thing I noticed now, Brian, this is just for me being on the, uh, and I'll, and I'll, um, I'll post this picture in our chat here, but, uh, just from being on the, uh, Facebook, um, there's some pictures of the pies and there's somebody like modeling the pies with their hands and it's a lady mm-hmm. and you can see that this is a very attractive lady who is modeling <laughs> the pies. And I'm like, Oh Lord, what is happening? Um, so I'll make sure I, I'll make sure I drop that one to you, Brian, just so you, so you can have that, a picture of pie with a torso of a woman. Attractively. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are good, two of my good, favorite good. things. Right. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, that was the, that was the wild story. Um, I'm never going to, I mean, I guess I have to, I was actually saying, I don't know how much more of the pie I'll order, but I think I'll be ordering a lot of sausage rolls because I do, I really did enjoy having the sausage rolls around, but. Agree. Now, so Brian, you okay? Go ahead, Tony. You can cook, Griff, and um, Brian, you can cook. I've I haven't had Griff cook. I've been there. I uh, haven't had your cooking, Griff, but you sound like you can cook, Brian. I've had your cooking. You know how to cook. At least you know how to do red sauce. Sausage roll Mm -hmm. is not hard at all. It's super Mm -hmm. easy. Store bought puff pastry. We're not Great British Bake Offing this thing. Super easy. You'll knock them out in half an hour. You don't need to see that that Australian goddess body anymore. The only Australian body you need to see is this mess of a body right here. I'm ever. Of that, yeah. um, just yeah. make your own sausage rolls. There are a bunch of recipes out there. It's not hard. Super easy. No, we'll, no going to we'll, need the dick, the dick and ass guy to show up and bring a sausage roll. <laughs> I will. I will say, and and again, this is. Maybe just my ignorance with the sausage roll community. As as an American, our closest thing is the pig in the blanket. But right. what I liked about it is that it's ground sausage. Yes, it's not like someone just takes a big honk and cases sausage right, yeah. Absolutely and wraps not. it up. That yeah. may be yeah, your no, issue. That was great. It's we use a very emulsified version of mince. Um, we yeah, can actually like get it in you're our doing supermarkets. More, you're doing more of a. They're doing more of a meatloaf, I think. It's more like a very spicy loaf yeah. of some kind, yeah. And um, as I said to you, I put mustard in my raw sausage roll that's then cooked. Um, Worcester, I, I add Worcester, and mm-hmm. occasionally I like a little bit of like a chilli background heat, like old school Tabasco sauce is nice in it, uh, not sarancha because there's too much chilli flavour in it. Um, sarancha. So, yeah. <laughs> I like how Sir, you. Pre- <laughs> all right, I like I like the combo, but I think you're just thinking yeah. Sarancha. Sarancha is a good name, actually. They should be calling wait, it that. Yeah, does it not? Wait, but Sarancha has to exist, right? Like someone has. There is Sriracha Ranch. Has, I don't know if anyone's called it that, but yeah, we have to. I mean, get on board if you haven't marketed Sarancha. I mean, in America, you don't have Sarancha. <laughs> yeah, That's insane. Yeah, they're fucking up. Um, <laughs> All right, you so could, Brian, you and I—oh, yeah. What well, you got? You I need was some just, more sriracha content. I was thinking more mm. sriracha content. I was thinking if you do have a fourth child, Brian, have you ever thought about the name sriracha? I have lots. I uh, I have. Uh, well, I got a, a vasectomy. I won't bother everybody about that. That's a different podcast. But uh, doesn't always work. Uh, not a hundred percent. Same as the pull-out method. 
it probably, well, the pullout method did not work for me, so I assume this won't either. But uh, I have thought of, of several names. Oh. Uh, Sarancha, uh, AstraZeneca, <laughs> uh, Sky Rizzi. <laughs> I have a lot of I have a lot of uh, baby names if if it does if it does happen. But uh, I will say, well, I'll let I'll let Andy kind of take us through it. But I have ranked the pies in what I consider Ooh. to be a definitive order. Wow. Well, I, here's the thing. So Brian, we have to talk about this. So I have been kind of apportioning out the pie consumption <laughs> over time. Not, me. Not uh, here. So I believe I did. I received a text from you Sunday that said, "Well, I just put all of the pies in the oven." <laughs> he brought, which was he brought twelve. Pies. Yeah, he or brought 12, twelve. Yeah. Uh, four, yeah, twelve pies. Okay. Yeah. Now my wife was gone. She was out doing like an errand, and she was gone for a few hours. And it was kind of like teetering on that witching hour where, you know, I should probably start dinner. These pies were going to take forty-five minutes to bake. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I panicked because one, one you, with our children, you never know what's going to happen. They might yep. be super into it. They might not be. I kind of wanted to at least try some of each pie. And then my wife is a fucking wild card. This is true. Because despite the fact that she is a fairly petite woman, she can eat a tremendous amount. Right. Oh, yeah. Like she, she will eat two dinners, I'm going to say. Most nights, most like night, she'll yeah, have a, time. Yeah. she'll have a whole nother dinner, and I can't, I can't. She's burning calories her. on a different on a different scale than you, and, at a different order of magnitude than you and me, who are sitting That's, on our ass. Yeah, when you never, when you never sit in a day, I guess you get right. hungry. So I just, I panicked and I just baked all of them. Now it turns out it was too, that was too many pies. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 we at least that that first day we tried some of each pie, and okay. uh, and we've kind of been then dealing with the leftovers slowly over the next week. So, so why don't we bust down the list here, and then we can sort of determine your definitive ranking. So, uh, well, we'll start with the ones that I have tried. So, let's start with sausage roll. So, I not a quite pie, enjoyed by the, way. the sausage. The sausage roll. What's up? I know, but it came from the pie man. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it, I thought it was. I thought it was great. Ton of spices in it. Yep. Get a lot of pepper on it. Uh, and I will. I will say across the board, this guy or the hot lady, whoever's actually making the pie, probably like a fat friend. Now that oh, I'm thinking about it, has to be. Yeah. But whoever, whoever, like that. Yeah, that the pastry is. The pastry was killer, killer flaky uh, pastry. I mean, it was flaky, flaky to hell. Yeah, great. But I, I agree. I really like the sausage roll. Uh, Tony Griff told me that uh, that you recommended to have ketchup absolutely uh, with it. I, I'm not a big ketchup guy. I did try a little bit with it. I do see where you're coming from, especially because it was like so flavorful and there were so many spices. A little bit of sweet. And a little bit of that tanginess was good. Now I just like um, a little bit of ketchup. A lot, a lot of people smother it in ketchup, but I just like it just a right. bee's dick. A bee's dick. Tony. Here we go. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> a bee's dick. Real casual, like he said it. Like when I was in drum corps, when you were off by a little bit, when you were off your set by a little bit in the drill, they would say you were off by a ch. Are you familiar with that term, Brian? Oh, a ch. I believe stood for a cunt hair. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. We just didn't abbreviate yeah. it back oh, in okay. my you day. Just said, right. We were just, we, we just said cunt at school. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, you guys, are, you guys are from a different time. And, and what yeah, the hell? Sorry. Okay. So, but, so uh, yeah, I, I agree. Sausage roll, great. Sausage roll, good. I um, I actually am going to get more mostly just because I'm going, I'm getting a bottle of this Chicago sauce, which is all that? of the ingredients. I haven't gotten mm. it yet. Oh. Um, but uh, I want to dip the sausage roll in the Chicago sauce, and I think it's actually going to be really good. Um, all right, so the next one I've had, so I had this one today. This is the butter chicken. So I enjoyed the butter chicken. I ate it on a clean palate, which I think is probably helpful. Um, uh, but it does have a bit of a – I agree with Brian. I, I think you said this, um, and I didn't really think about it till you told me it. But there is sort of a slight pumpkin pie spice to this, Ooh. which didn't bug me too much. But bothered me. Yeah, I, I yeah. was not a huge fan. Plus, I like butter chicken, like you know, masala. Like if you get it from an Indian place or whatever. Uh, so I guess maybe I just wanted it to taste more like that. Yeah. And for me, it didn't. It was also, and Griff and I can discuss this when he talks about the next pie too. But I also picture butter chicken as a very saucy dish. And this one was it, like it didn't have a lot of sauce going on. I would have liked a little more, you know, yeah. like a gravy situation. Now I will say you do need a thick gravy with a pie because, as you've experienced, I'm sure you didn't eat your pies with a knife and fork. No rookie would do that. You pick that sucker up yeah, in sure. your hand. You need the gravy to be thick enough where it doesn't pour out when you bite into it. So you've got to strike that fine line. Sounds like in this case it was actually dry, but you do need a good gravy that's nice. And I don't disagree. I, I agree that the butter chicken was a little dry. Um, now, my favorite, the one I had today, and this is all that I've eaten so far, and I liked this one. This was the just original chicken. This was just the chicken with veg pie. And it was a little more sauce, but it was still, you can still pick it up. Um, but I... I and this is where you and I differ, Brian. I don't mind that slightly because it makes me think of like pork pie to a degree. Now it wasn't that thick and it wasn't like a terrine, but there is a nature to it where it's not like chicken pot pie, which I also love where it splaps out of the crust, right? Where if you cut a slice of it out, everything's just falling into the middle. Um, this one it's built so you can pick it up because you're probably eating this if you're not me and you eating this at some kind of, you know, footy match or yeah, whatever, sporting you know, the tennis, sure. uh, the cricket. But I enjoyed the chicken. I liked it. It was, it was seasoned pretty well. There was enough sauce just to sort of get by for me with the, um, with the meat. And I think the difference is I, I'm, if maybe I'm wrong, but I think they might've used more dark meat in this one. And I think the butter chicken might've been more white meat. Um, I, I agree. I liked it. Okay. Uh, uh, the, these two, the two chicken ones were actually my two least favorite yeah. ones. Uh, and, and I was, you know, again, I think part of it is, is the gravy issue for me. I mentioned it to Griff before and he's like, well, yeah, you guys love your sauces in that household, they which do. is you like it's not, you're not in, you're not incorrect. We do. <laughs> but also to be fair, like, like your favorite thing in the world to eat is a sandwich that's submerged in oh, beef yeah. Fair enough. So, like, you also, like, I mean, it's, you know, uh, you know, like, I think saucy things are good. But, I again, going back to Tony's point, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, put myself in 
the right mindset. All right. This is not an American <laughs> pot where it's, you know, you cut it and it, everything oozes out. You hold it in your hand and you, and you're yet while you're yelling and spitting crust at some right. footy player. And so you've got a beer you, in the other hand. Be, right, so it's got to be different. And I respect it now real quickly before we get into the rest of it. Now, I, I don't have a lot of, uh, experience with Australian or your British pies in, in Cuban cuisine, they have empanadas and they have uh, pastelitos, which are savory sure, yeah. pies, similar, a little different, but yep. the only time in my life I'd ever had a British pie was, uh, I was in England in the early two thousands, uh, doing some comedy. I went to a pie shop. I was all excited. I ordered a pork pie Oh, yeah, that's dry. And, Talk about dry. And, and it's not just the, the, the dry didn't throw me. The jelly? It took it. Jelly. It's cold. Yeah, it's I cold, didn't, too, yeah. yeah. I didn't well, know I was going to be eating cold, congealed cold, fat. Cold like, pork terrain, yeah. That's, and just that stuffed was, into a pie crust. Well, that, was, uh, that one really caught me off guard, and I almost spit it on the street. Yeah. Well, like uh, so, this was way better than that. That that one, I, I gotta agree with you on the sauces thing. Um, that one needs some sauce. We need something going on the pork pie. I don't know yep. what's supposed to go on it, but we need to be dipping that in some sweet baby rays, Mark Zuckerberg style, for it to be anything. I think I don't see any other way to to eat that thing. Now, Brian, take yourself back as a kid, as an eight year old kid. You you've grown up on meat pies your entire life. You go to yeah. a pub, and on the menu is a pie. It's just got savoury pie and you're expecting meat pie. That's all you've ever eaten in your entire life. And then you get served what you got served when you were doing comedy in Britain. Um, Mm -hmm. Not a pleasant experience. I would say as shocking as you had as an experience. It was terrible because I was expecting gravy, um, brown mince, savouriness, and instead I got pork terrine with this weird savoury jelly in it. And this mm. almost unedible pastry. Delish. Yeah, that pastry is like you're eating like a gingerbread house. Like it's really, it's not, <laughs> it's not flaky at all. It's just fucking hard. They uh, eat savory was, gingerbread houses there. That's what's weird about England. They, they fill, fill them with pork jelly. Yeah, there's little pork men running around in the, uh, in the gingerbread house. Um, Did, um, what was the thing that Nick Tork showed us? Tony, that was like the eel pie with that weird oh. green stuff. And I, okay, there's certain bleh. parts of bleh. Britain where they do do the mince and gravy thing, but they mm. they serve it with an eel jelly and or they serve it with mushy peas. You can get this in one I place. I like mushy in peas. Sydney. I don't mind that. But. Now, you do know what mushy peas are. They're not green pea puree. They're split peas that have been reconstituted and made into this like weird gelatinous thing that goes on top of a pie. They're That's not... something else than what I've yeah. had. I just want that to be clear. I've had mush- I've had something called mushy peas from Nando's, for example, <laughs> uh, and those are different. That's more like if you mix some whole peas with a little bit of pea puree and some mint. And that's good. That's delicious. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, yeah mushy peas, not great. It's it's certainly a working-class English thing. I think Nick Talk can correct us if I'm wrong, but I think this comes from the working-class areas. Of <laughs> you don't think Henry VIII was eating this? Is that what you're saying? Probably was. With the amount of gout that guy <laughs> he had. Probably, probably was. Probably. Yeah, like, fucking tr- mega gout. 
or whatever. Um, and every STD, but otherwise he was doing great. All right. So now you can tell me, Brian, about the good pies. Um, well, and the sausage roll is good, but the, uh, so I, I don't, you know what? I, uh, I recant my statement. I agree with you. The butter chicken, I really wanted to like it. You know how I am though. I want to like everything. So I, I enjoyed the spice on it, but I agree with you. It was a little bit dry. The regular chicken I liked more, but my, um, I, I tried to um, avert my aversion or like dodge my aversion to dry poultry in general. Um, I could have gone for like the, the way to get that good would have been to dump some like turkey gravy all over that shit. Um, go or, go uh, Dairy Queen style. Just have a like a cup of dipping gravy. And yeah, that, that would have been the move. Yeah, or uh, um, or dip it in. I did a little dip in Dijon mustard actually with that one, which uh, not was bad. not not too bad. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about the um, what do we got next? How about the veggie curry? That one's uh, probably going to be another one that's going to be have some problems with it. That was actually right. That was right middle of the road for me. Okay. That was my that was my right in between one. I actually really liked the the curry flavor. I would have liked even a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit of a stronger curry flavor. But uh, I, you know, listen, I was expecting that to be a real lemon. Uh, because <laughs> why why would you eat a veggie pie if like every other meat's available, Meat available but yeah. it, i actually really liked the flavor and it wasn't it wasn't like a big ball of mush in the middle it had a little bit of texture to it was there so some I did corn not, and green bean in it cuz that's what we would put in a veggie pie was, in australia there was probably Carrot. There is some kind of carrot potato would be my guess yeah there's a carrot potato or in there i don't remember green bean to be honest with you uh, but probably, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I did like it. I, I would have loved even a little more curry flavor is the only thing, but I, I actually really liked it. And then the top two for me, along with the sausage roll were the two beef ones. There was sure. a ground beef and then there's a steak. And those for me were like exactly what I wanted them to be. Yeah. yeah. Really flavorful, a lot of seasoning plus probably just from the beef fat or whatever, but like it, it came with its own gravy, Yep. You know what I mean? It, it was it was moist. It was fantastic. Those two, along with the sausage roll, for me were amazing. I would eat those, you know, all the time. Sure. And die, Every day and then, of the week, and, and you're getting and then under, die young. Down under. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. And then I'd go. Then I'd go strip because yep. apparently that gives you stripping body. Are Are you guys, uh, um, Tony? Are you guys putting mash on these pies at all, or is this all just finger food for you? This is all you know, just finger food. Thing where you're. If slapping it, a pile of mash on there and dumping some more gravy up on there. Now you can get get what's called a family pie, and you would cut that like you would cut pizza pie, and you mm-hmm. would cut a slice or a, or a sweet pie. You would cut a don't pie tell a Chicago in that. I'm cutting it into squares or whatever. But yeah, I get like what you're I mean, like the rest of the the country, the same <laughs> right. country sure. compared to Chicago. You cut a wedge uh-huh. out. And then, yes, sometimes you would serve it with, again, green beans as a classic in our household and some sort of mash, beans. pumpkin or or carrot and parsnip <laughs> with a bit of Vegemite in the mash. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> now, terrible. Nothing like a, some mashed pumpkin with Vegemite. Boy, now, an all-time favourite side of mine. When I'm listing my favourite sides, I'm saying just like you, green beans and mashed pumpkin with Vegemite. Hey, where's the... Those are my top two. Where's the parsnip mash? Yeah, what the fuck? I'm just (laughs) losing it. (laughs) Now, Brian, I have a question with these beef pies. I don't know whether you tried it. You said you're not a big ketchup fan. I'm not a big ketchup fan either. Never go on fries. 
and never go on a meat pie. They go on a sausage roll, but never on a meat pie. Did you no, try it with never. with ketchup? And and if no. you did, we are repulsed by it as much as I would be. I, I didn't. I didn't do it at all. I only. I only tr- tried a little bit of ketchup on the sausage roll. I also had uh, some mustard, uh, which I tried on the sausage roll as well. And yeah. um, for the most part, I did not eat any of them. Any of the other ones with any kind of a of a condiment. condiment. Yep. I love the idea of dipping the butter chi- or pouring butter chicken all over the uh, sorry ketchup all over the top of the butter chicken one. <laughs> what the on. hell is that? You know, I don't know what's going on. With I'm that. sure a lot of people would try, but just a thought with with the plain chicken pie. Frank's Red Hot sounds like it would. would well, that is a good idea. I, I should yeah. have done some Frank's where Red Hot. Was I there? Yeah, where was I yeah. there? I'm just not going to order it again now. So maybe that would have been a good idea. <laughs> they should make a buffalo chicken one though. I think that's what something they should do. I would get on that. That's definitely something they should do. Now, you didn't actually split it for us, Brian. Which did you like more, the minced beef, which is the traditional pie, or the more yeah. yuppie, wankerish version with the full beef pieces? Well, if you don't want to be yuppie, <laughs> way to load, way to load that that question, I'm going to have to go wankerish. No, uh, my my answer actually either way would have been the 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 ground beef one, the mince, as you would call it. That one was that one, in my opinion, was my favorite. I actually even liked it more than the sausage roll. I really, really, really right. liked it. Right, that, uh, that, that one tomorrow. Cocksuck guy knows how to knows how to make a <laughs> minced beef pie. I think what I think Kelly did tell me. She said, "I I think I have a picture of his ass on my phone, which <laughs> is probably good. from their from their trip to the to that show, if I recall." Good that she probably good that she saved it. It's a, it's the background. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's the it's the picture that comes up when when Griff calls. Is <laughs> the stripper ass picture? It's a, it's a picture know? of the of the um of the uh, of Shrek is what comes up when I call. That's what, that's what that is. Um. All right. So. Couple of things we got coming up, Brian. I'm excited for. So uh, let's let's burn through these real quick. Uh, you and I have a little sandwich tour to get on. Uh, speaking of food, um, and I've been I've been uh, pretty much com- uh, hitting you up on uh, G Chat every single day. Like, when do I get my sandwich? When do I get my sandwich? You still use G Chat? Whatever it's called, me. hang hang out. I don't know. What are, are we calling me, it now? Sends me pictures of sandwiches, yeah, like a just lot. The this is how you know that we've become like middle-aged men. Like it's not pictures of ladies; it's no. pictures of sandwiches. And he's like, "When are we going to get into this?" So the the more the the uh, the yuppie wankerish sandwich we have to eat, Tony, <laughs> is the one from from that brown bagger Sandos, right? So we that these guys are making a big pile of Italian subs, um, pretty much every day. It's run by this old the guy, the Top Chef. He was a Top Chef contestant, I believe, Bruce Coleman. Who runs a local? Who runs a barbecue joint here too? But he's making some fancy sandos, and then the we'll say the the middle class or working class sandwich we have to get is the one at the Ellis Island, and that's the one I think I'm more interested in. Where you and I are going to be taking a little trip to the Ellis Island to eat some focaccia sandwiches. Are you going to be gambling while you're at the Ellis Island? Well, Obviously, I don't know, Tony. Come Stop on, it. what else are we gonna do? Now, Tony, we have been to the Ellis we Island sure together, have. you and I. We sure yeah, have. we had the uh, we had the steak special. I've had. That. Uh, it, it also happened to be that happened to be the the day that I had one of my favorite TAI related memories, which is a bunch of us were there, 
Phobes was at the table, you know, yeah. holding court as he does. He's yammering on while he's trying to pour some Heinz 57 on his steak. But he's so busy arguing or getting passionate about whatever he's talking about that so he doesn't notice. He has, he has flooded the entire plate with Heinz 57. <laughs> the entire fucking plate was covered with it. And nobody said a word. Twelve people saw him doing it. And we all just sat there saying, that's so fascinating. Really? Uh-huh. Oh. Just let him completely annihilate his $7.99 steak. Top sirloin. Um, if you remember, it was a rant about the side salad and the lack of dressing and the fact that it didn't come with vinegar and oil. And Jesus that's when he was Christ. dumping on 57. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I didn't remember that, but it's the most phobes thing I've ever heard in my life. He's at the Ellis Islands. The really, they don't have pub or whatever. Don't yeah. have extra virgin olive oil and fucking aged balsamic for your side <laughs> salad. That's shocking. Jesus Christ! The only um, I've I've been to it, but I was actually blown away because um, I was we were at the we, when we flew to Portland a couple months ago or whatever the. Uh, the best place for to grab a beer before our plane left because we, we got delayed an hour or whatever was there's a village pub in Terminal Three now, which is the place that's in there in the Ellis Island and is wow. spread around town here. Um, and the, all the beers were Ellis Island beers. I'm like, damn, that's not very good beer. I'm gonna get myself one. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> it, was, it was fine, but well, it was I, just I still very remember funny. how be how bad the beer was at Ellis Island because the it's better it, now. To be fair, I will give him that. It's well, not that good, be but hard. it's much better than it was because yeah. I only had one beer on tap at the that night. Brian's uh, talking about, and it was a Hefeweizen served no, with I a slice that. of orange. Yeah. Not not sure. a good Hefeweizen either. I can't imagine it was, but I, I have had that beer before because I've eaten that steak special. Um, it's fine, to be honest. I actually didn't mind the steak part. It's just cheap, whatever. It's worth it's worth the seven dollars. Like, uh, I mean, no, how much do you think it's worth today? And you have to be I a player's club. Co- I think it costs eight dollars now. No. I will say that. I think it's seven ninety nine. No, it's not. I'm on their website right now. I can tell you exactly what it costs. What is it? Nine ninety nine, not including tax. Uh, come on, not including tax. What are we doing? Yeah, come on. Uh, you still get steak, a baked potato, and a, and a side salad with your almost your choice of dressing. Uh, <laughs> your choice <laughs> of dressing you want- from the from the craft catalog. Yeah, if if you're getting anything from uh uh if if you're looking for anything from uh that's aged in any way, you're not going to be getting it. Um, well, at least not aged in a way that's approved by the health department. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's been in the back of the fridge. Right, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been in there. There'll They're be some aged mouth, off that's the top sure. Before they say, right, yeah. <laughs> um, but, we're, yeah, we're going to get that focaccia sandwich, and maybe that'll be almost – the funny thing is I wonder if our sandwich will cost more or less than the steak special. I, I feel like it's going to be more. I feel like the sandwich is going to be more. They're making the focaccia in-house, so I bet it's like 11 bucks. Yeah, I bet that's what it ends up being. Yep. Um, um, so just showing your middle age, no longer are you doing guess her muff, you're doing guess her muff a letter. There you go, Tony. Congratulations. You feel good? <laughs> good. That was a long road, but I got there. <laughs> that was actually pretty solid. I'm going to give it to you. I would kill if they have a muffalette. I'll be down I, for that. Hook it up. I'm going to tell you real quick, just because we're kind of on the subject. One of my favorite jokes of all time, a 
from a comic about getting older. I don't even remember the guy's name, right? Give him credit. I saw him uh, when I was living in New York uh, uh, at the Gotham Comedy Club one night. He said, I am at an age where if I have to choose between pizza and pussy, I'm probably gonna choose the pussy. I am gonna need to hear about the pizza. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> and I and I and I'm there. I'm at that age where I'm like, let me at least hear what the toppings are, yeah. so I can I can make an informed decision. A few weeks ago, Izzy's had an Italian beef pizza, and I was like, yeah, all right, okay, this, right, yeah, we'll think about this. Speaking of sandwiches and Italian beef, uh, for Super Bowl, it sounds like we will be enjoying some Italian beef, or at least I hope we are, because I've mm-hmm. ordered four four pounds of it. Uh, to be yeah, talk about to my house amongst here. yourselves. I'm going to grab a beer. Keep chatting. Oh, We're still okay. recording. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah, thanks I'm, for the heads up. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, I think the fact that we uh, had COVID a couple weeks ago might scare yeah. some people off, which I'm glad. Um, because more, yeah, more Italian beef. You still ordered enough Italian beef for 16 people. Mm-hmm. So I am fine if it ends up just being uh, four adults and some children. I think it's enough for 14 people is my guess. I think you and I are eating two five-inch – they're five-inch sandwiches. They're not the – seven. it's not the bigger sandwich. And they say it's five and seven inches, but I think it's more like four and eight. I would say these are almost half the size of our standard sandwich. So I bet you and I are eating two beef sandwiches each and would be my it's guess. a lot it's a long ass game it so, takes six yeah. hours to play that fucking thing yeah and so probably I, I had so i i threw out an idea to you because you and i have been i you're more of a cheesesteak fan than me but i've been trying to um we're trying to share interests brian uh like any good couple should <laughs> and uh, i'm trying to get into cheesesteaks so we went what to the gonna- to straight from- what have you got against cheesesteaks? Like I'm used to Italian beef, and I know that we – I was just – so I, I like my, you know, gravy-dipped mega salt bomb. And every time I eat a Philly cheesesteak, I, I, I have – and I, maybe I just had bad ones, but I'm eating it, and I'm like, why didn't they season the meat? Yeah, why they didn't they make the bread soggy? Be fair, like, yeah, cheesesteaks let the cheese do a lot of work, especially since, right. like, the traditional cheesesteak is that – is cheese whiz – which right. is processed and incredibly salty. So, which is the way is, God intended cheese to be. We all know this. Cool. With processed me. and incredibly salty, right? Yeah. So, but yeah. So, uh, I have to agree with Griff in that they do not. You know, there's not uh, the level of salt on the meat itself, nor is it soaked salty bath no, gravy. Not, you're, you're not having to piss twenty times after eating a sandwich. Right. So which is it me. I am. I am is, it's it is less drain. But if you if but if you grew up on that, I get it. If you grew up on that, I did not have an Italian beef until much later on in life. Like yeah. I had a cheesesteak way before I ever had an Italian beef. So Makes I uh, I I get it. I I enjoy them both, but I definitely enjoy the cheesesteak more than Griff enjoys the cheesesteak. But at, I did like the last one we had at Straight from Philly. I I did. That was my favorite one was I've ever good. had. I like that. That was good. But um, I think we should make an unholy marriage, um, sort of like a vampire marrying a werewolf or something here. But um, we should uh, – I, I was suggesting we get ourselves – make ourselves up. I don't even think we should do whiz. I think we fancy it up. We make ourselves up a little uh, 
a little cheddar sauce. We could probably repurpose it as a dip too if we can't if we can't use it all on the sauce or on the uh, sure. sandwiches. But we make a little Italian beef uh, cheese sauce, cheddar cheese sauce, hot jarred on a roll type disaster. Um, and I'm okay. I'm super into that. Old, sure. <laughs> that was the yeah. easiest thing you ever had to convince me to do. Yeah. Now, well, I was, and I'm thinking of the Portillo's classic, which is the beef and cheddar croissant, which is a a, a thing that. Only you really got to be on the ends in Chicago to be to be diving into that, but it is it is a mess of the sandwich and it's good. Yeah. Now, what's your view on extra toppings on the Philly cheesesteak? Do you do mushrooms? Do you do peppers? Or they're forbidden in in your Thelma and Louise sandwich tour? For me, now i I have had I have had a couple cheesesteaks in Philadelphia. Itself and those, by the way, are my least favorite cheesesteaks that I've had in my life because Same. they're such assholes. They're assholes about it, like yeah. right, you know. They're they're so like type A. For me, like I I like a cheesesteak with like mayo. I like uh, fresh tomato, onion, cooked onion, and hot pepper. For yeah. me, that's perfect sandwich. But yeah, like in in Philly itself, like I said, that that was my least favorite cheesesteak I ever got because. They don't fuck around. They don't let you. They don't let you do with it. Like, okay, you can get with onions. That's as far as yeah. we're gonna take this. Yeah. You, know, you could uh, you, fine. Well, maybe you find a place that offers provolone instead of just whiz. Like that's that's them really being liberal. Stretch, with it. Stretching the the bounds of sandwichdom of, of what's allowed. Right. I, I, okay. I think I enjoyed this one from straight from Philly, not just because it was that high quality, but because I got the cherry peppers in there mixed up and yeah, that salt from bite. the yeah. From the vinegar and the pickle really helped um, give it some pop. Um, plus, it was a little spicy. I really like that one. Um, well, before we get to our fun game, you got to give us a few bets since this is probably the last time we'd be on before the Super Bowl. But we got the championship week coming up. We got, uh, I'm sure you and I will, will either get into or at least be making the same bets as you on one of these games. You got any favorites for, for this weekend? have to say and I, this might be again listen nobody has ever announced a sucker bet and made a sucker bet more times than me mm-hmm. i feel as i feel strongly that uh, i think the bengal's are going to cover especially if you can get seven and a half it it opened at seven and a half it's seven at a lot of places now but i like the bengal's plus seven and a half the Chiefs just played the the fucking game of the year against right. the uh, against the Bills last week. Um, I still think the Chiefs are going to win that game. Take the I points, can, though. Yeah, but I would take the points. I think uh, I think a three or four point game is completely possible. So that's my this weekend. That is my that is my 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 bet. That's the one I'm right. leaning heaviest. Most heavily, whatever. Uh, I like it. <laughs> you avoid, are you avoiding the the California battle here? Uh, I just well, you know what it is is I, I think it is hard to beat a team three times in a season. Yeah, uh, Niners have beaten the Rams uh, twice already, uh, so I would probably shade towards the Rams a little bit. I also kind of like the under in that game. I don't I don't see that necessarily being a, a shootout. But isn't that like in the uh, 1990s when mm. Chicago kept facing off against the Knicks and Chicago kept beating the Knicks 
every playoff series they were in. <laughs> Just rubbing basketball, it in. Yeah, basketball is <laughs> a whole nother story, and the Knicks yeah. are even another story within <laughs> yeah, basketball. Was say, yeah. so, so you don't have to worry about that. I don't think Michael Jordan plays for either the Rams or the 49ers, right. i got to be yeah. honest. The closest thing to it probably plays for the Chiefs, to be fair. But, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't think Matt Stafford or uh, J- Jimmy G, who I had not paid attention to and would not have realized he was still with San Francisco, but I was like, but everybody's just make just making fun of him, trolling him on Twitter because he's so mediocre. Um, it is very funny. And then after that, Brian, we got All Star Weekend here because the hockey and the football All Star games are here, which is very That's funny. True. And I didn't realize that until about five minutes ago. So are they not uh, doing the Pro Bowl in Hawaii? Anymore. No. Pro Bowls in Vegas and the day before, the night before. So 12, 12 uh, we'll say 16 hours before that is the NHL All-Star game about be you know, 600 feet sh- away. Such a shit show. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Now, the, the value, now, people, I think, will hockey fans will show up for the All-Star game. Uh, I do not believe anyone goes to the Pro Bowl, so I'm not actually oh. worried about the Pro Bowl. Oh, I know somebody who's going because he always gets oh, free I, yeah, tickets. We all, to... Yeah, we know somebody going to both, I think, <laughs> yeah. would be my guess. Yeah, <laughs> He's always getting free tickets. All right, so you got the Bengals, and, and you're uh, you're you're going to bet on the other game. I know it just because I, I know will. You, I will but, end um, up betting on it, but I, I don't have a strong feeling yet. Right now, I would say Rams in the under, but um, sure. yeah, that could change. Well, if it's Chiefs-Rams... There are going to be a lot of angry Missourians uh, about that uh, on the on the east side of Missouri. But fuck them, whatever. I mean, not, except the ones we like that listen to our show. We like those guys, but uh, the rest of them, nobody cares. Um, all right, Brian, I have a game put together for this. And I am by put together, I mean I put it together because I asked you if you were going to come on, assuming you were like, no, I'm fucked. And um, then you said yes. Uh, so then I was like, I have to replan this sure. show. Um, Did you want me to hit Which wasn't hard because it was easy for us to fill out the content, but we're going to play a quick game uh, that we call Untrapped, but it's not going to be beer related. It's going to be pie related. Okay. Yes, one drop. And we're sending out a. All right, so it's untrapped. Uh, usually, the bit here is that I've put Tony into a big. I've kicked him into a big well. I don't know how he decided this, but I did. I put him in there. The well has an apartment where he's stuck down there with a bunch of retro multiple porno. rooms. So Brian's welcome. COVID free. Yeah. We threw. I threw it. Threw him down there with some some vel some velvet some crushed velvet jumpsuits and a bunch of seventies porn. Um, and he tries to get out, but doesn't really want to is the thing that he has to decide if he really wants to leave or not. But anyways, I'm going to get, I'm going to say I have like three, maybe more than three. I can't tell. Let's, let's say I have at least, uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with five that we're going to be able to do real quick. Cause these are too funny for me to pass them up. I found a website in my, in my five minute research. It's called Aussie pie reviews. Ooh. And we would and, say uh, Aussie Pie is, Reviews in Australia, not Aussie. Sorry, Aussie, Aussie Pie, Aussie Pie Reviews. Um, 
So we got some pie reviews from this feller. They're from a few years ago, and I'm going to read them to you. And I want you guys, he's rated all of them on a 10-point scale. So okay. I would like you guys to... Um, How close to, do we have to get? Uh, Does he do half-point ratings, or is he just... He's going point? to the 10th. And I would say <laughs> oh, if you guys boy. get within a half-point, I'll be thrilled. And I Jesus this Christ. is really just a reason for me to read this. So I would okay. say you guys... <laughs> We'll have some fun with it. We'll, you, you know what? We'll do prices right rules, and we'll pick a winner. Oh, I know you, how you guys are. You guys have to compete on this. We There's do. No way we are competitive. So we'll go with five of them. That way, we get a nice uh, enough so that we can actually get a real winner. Because we know best of three doesn't pick a real winner. Um, and uh, if it, we'll just go total prices right rules on this, closest to the pin, but not going over. First one, this is a, uh, I'm going to read the review to you and then you guys get to guess the number. Okay. So we'll go with that. How about that? that works so the first me. one I have here is a beef bourguignon pie from the Robertson Pie Shop. Now the Robertson Pie Shop is in Robertson, New South Wales. Tony, I'm sure you're familiar with where this is. No idea where that is. No. Okay. Really good. Thank you. I know where New South it's Wales a- is, but it's, it's a state above us. It's kind of right. like it's pretty if we're Illinois, they're Indiana. I'm sure, I'm sure he didn't mean that you know which street the pie shop is. I don't yeah, even know what fucking town that is or if it's part of Sydney. No fucking idea where it is. Okay. I know well, which here's state what he says in. about it. He says, this is a good pie, golden flaky pastry on top with a solid undercarriage that held sturdy throughout consumption. I understand what he means. Decent. <laughs> Decent texture, although flavor, he spelled it with a U, of course, was lacking slightly. Of course. Especially, so decent texture, although flavor was lacking slightly, especially considering this is their, and he uses some quotes, award-winning pie. Oh, boy. So <laughs> give me, give me a number here night. out of 10 from from the feller running Aussie Pie Reviews. Now, Brian, I will. Um, you got to go first. No, no, I'm just going to clue you in on something. If you do not see an award-winning pie on a bakery's um, sheet, every bakery in Australia has an award-winning pie. It's easy to win an award. Yeah. You, you can award yourself an award. Um, so, so, so don't put a lot of weight behind the award-winning, and he's right to put that in air quotes or although he put so the it other- in real quotes. The other thing I'll throw out there is he has a he has a significant spiral of tomato sauce on this thing, um, and I'm looking at the picture of it. The, the pastry I'll, I'll give you guys you guys can use all this info. Pastry does look good. Um, it looks like a kind of your typical steak pie, right? Beef yep. bourguignon would make sense, right? So yep. there's probably some little bit of root veg in here, and you know, so I don't know. Tony, okay. give me a guess. Okay, I'm, I'm going to let Brian. Um, in with a few of the things I look at, pastry, it's a key part. It's it's 60% of the pie. Some people would say 50. They're wrong. It is at least 60% of the pie. So there, we're at least getting a six. And that, and that 10% of your guess is going to determine the winner. No gristle. So then we're going above seven. I'm going to say we're at 7.6 because we're lacking on flavour. Okay, Tony, uh, that's good. Brian, what do you got? That's a solid guess. I... Only because this guy was kind of a snarky bitch about it, I'm going to say I'm going to go lower and I'm going to say seven even. What are you doing, Brian? What are you doing? Price was right rule. Go one star. Yeah, I was going to say you should go lower, Brian. I should just go lower by one. All right. Well, it's too late. I already gave my my seven. You're right. That, That was a mistake on my part. 
I should have just gone uh, seven five or whatever. But I'll say I'll stick with my conviction and say seven. seven. Well, I guess that one buzzes out because it was a six point seven from oh my, my man. But that's a feeling out. I got it. That was a feeling out from this right. fellow. I had a so, feeling this guy was going to be a bitch about it. I'm telling you, he was just. So he gives a that a six. Bit. This one's a six point seven. Um, seems, and it really doesn't seems look like a big pain in the ass. That doesn't look bad to me. I got to say, this is a little small. This is much smaller than the ones we got, Brian, just on the picture base. I know it's tough to see the scale, but this looks like something you could easily pick up in your hand and like, it's, it's, you know, five bites maybe, you know? Now we do Um, have a couple of different sizes of pie in Australia. I'll take you through the three main ones. You're familiar with the individual pie. I spoke about mm -hmm. the family pie. We also have one that is just essentially two bites that you have with um, canapes or pastry. Did you want to take a guess at the name of that pie? Regardless of filling, the size is you know called what? something specific. I actually, I actually know this. Okay. Uh, it's called Bee's Dick. <laughs> bees, <laughs> I think it's called CH. It's called Pie. <laughs> it is a party pie. You have it as a party oh. as a young kid. It's a party pie. It's like a Totino's pizza roll, sure. Yes, exactly. Party cut. We do party cut pizza. Yeah, we got it all. All right, here's your next one, guys. Okay. This is the pepper steak pie. This is from Mm. Bakeroma in Roma. This is. I do know where that is in New South Wales. Uh, It says it's in Queensland. Oh, there is two right. You don't. You don't know where it is. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> Queensland. It's kind much. of like Florida, Brian. If that gives you any sort of so this story. one doesn't have quite as much content. Uh, he just says a good classic pie. This one, crispy top, hot center, perfect amount of pepper, and held up great. The friendly service is also notable. So this guy liked this one. Um, it bites pretty clean. Again, he's now this one. He doesn't have spirals of ketchup. He has spread this thin like. Jam almost okay. it appears. I'm gonna give Brian top. every advantage I can here. Um, often, he likes this one. Often our ketchup comes in the little packages where you have to squeeze them together, and that's why it's smudged. But the bigger thing is when he's talking about pepper, he's talking about a black pepper pie, not red or okay. green peppers. Oh. We're talking about black pepper spice. This is yeah, not, peppers. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like a like a steak au poivre well, or something. I uh, at first I didn't at first I didn't like the way this was going, but he uh, he really seemed to be into it. So I am going to say, Sky gave it an eight point five. He gave oh, wow. it one star. Okay. One star. Tony, he shouldn't have said prices right rules because I'm manipulating the game. But Tony gets that one. He went eight on this one. <laughs> right, I tried to be too fine with it. I tried to be too fine with it. One, one Tony, for Tony. Tony is playing to win this goddamn game, <laughs> and uh, and I need to get my shit together. All right, it's fair. So it's the next, fair. the next post he has here just says, uh, "It's a meme." It's, this isn't a pie review, but his next post after this was, "When a bakery doesn't charge you for sauce." And it's the meme. Uh, it's Spider <laughs> Toby Maguire Spider Man being carried. Uh, with the text, uh, bottom text, carefully, he's a hero. <laughs> so that's about sauce on your pie. I yeah, they normally charge about there. 25 cents for some catsup. What the fuck? Spider-Man save us. All right. Here's your next one. This is called the uh, 
Well, let me just read it to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I have to. I'll have to extrapolate this one out of ten because he did rate it out of five. So I will just. I will just do the math myself and rate it out of ten. Um, this is the. Uh, I don't know why he's changed his scale. But uh, this one, he picked up a. Uh, he says just picked up a beef and red wine pie from the deli. His deli is apparently named Cafe Dolce. Overall, pie wasn't too bad, but lacked essential flavors. The beef was a little dry. <laughs> the pie was heated upon purchase, which meant it went what? from cold to hot very quickly. So it was my causing wife. some parts of the pastry to be slightly chewy and crack. The crack scared me initially, but as I got through the pie, I realized it was only a surface crack and didn't cause any problems, parentheses. I used the famous thumb and pinky grip, just in case. What? I've never heard Said of such pie a grip. was still a decent eat, though. Would give it another bash if I had to, but not going out of my way to get one. Uh, so, I mean, this looks... I don't know what to do with this one. This people, one's pretty big. What do these people fucking do in a day? I mean, my God. You go to a pie shop, you grab a pie... You go, I mean, I go guess about your life. like, I go, all right. So not everything has to be a mind blowing experience. Sometimes you just eat a thing and you just go yeah. on. You um, know, listen, Brian, sometimes right. just leftovers, getting... leftovers are worse the next day and it builds character. You know, you just got to live with not every meal is the perfect meal. That's but, fine. You just but, get excited when it is. But are we the people to be talking about other people's hobbies, Brian? We did a podcast for what, 12 years? Uh, that took up an inordinate amount of time and, in your case, cost you pretty close to your life or any <laughs> any sort of dignity yeah. within your life. But Reading we also spent... Reading reviews and looking at our own faults in the past yeah. and saying, yeah, well, I, I have struggled in my life. Yeah, sure. But we've also spent a lot of time reviewing muffs. Do you remember how many hours we spent guessing people's or female FC. muffs? I've seen so many muffs. So I would like to point, speaking of um, cracks, uh, I would say that there's, or, or slits, I guess. Um, this pie does have a decent crack that does, I can see why this guy was having a full-on fucking panic attack. Panic attack about there, it. Yeah, get over it. There is a small crack in the bottom of the Ooh, pie. bottom. Ooh. So he's looking at the, you know, sort of the under undercarriage, as he called it, of the pie with a decent... Um, a, dis- a decent opening in so here. So we're we'll talking say. like a, a, a taco chip opening or a fifty-five-year-old milf opening chasm. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> what a mm. nightmare! And when we're you're saying this is shit, this is Aus- this is Australian pie delivery person. We'll say okay. about okay. that. Uh, <laughs> Keeping it tidy. <laughs> yeah, it's cracked, but up. it's tidy. All, All right. You see, I told him the other way that he destroyed it with his a little bit of seeds on top of this thing. Um, it is a little bit unusual looking, but um, I okay, I don't it, know. This is an he... interesting one. So he rated it out of five. I'm just going to reach out of that and say this one's out of ten still because it's pretty easy for me to do that math. So now a pie shop could have ten or twelve different pies on their menu and so they often use not only different pie shapes but they will use different tops to dictate what the pie is like for example i had a mushroom pie on monday mushroom pie 
an Aussie classic, get yourself a mushroom pie. But it has two diagonal steam holes rather than the one from meat pie. And mm-hmm. some others at that bakery have sesame seeds, some have poppy seeds. So that's really all that says. I'm going to give Brian a fair whack at this. I'm going to guess first. That's only because I'm going to guess super low. So he's got a lot of room to move. Because I have an aversion to microwave pies, and this sounds like this was microwaved. Microwave pie is terrible. Don't ever do it. Use any other method. Fucking deep fry that sucker if you need to. But don't microwave a pie. They are a disaster. You're taking a good thing and you're making it awful. I'm going to guess this comes in on the scale out of ten at one and a half. Okay. Okay. I mean, I understand that, you know, price is right rules. I should just say, you know, whatever, 1.6. But I I am trying to play this. I should have. I, the, the Saying price is right straight. rules is maybe my worst mistake I've ever made in the show. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's even life. close to your right. worst mistake. Uh, but Agreeing to do this is I'm your worst still, mistake. I'm, I'm still going to try to guess number, I think. I my My instinct was... Because he said he would have it again, not go out of his way. For me, that's a classic five in the middle. It's not great. I'm not opposed to it. So I'm going to say five. Brian hit it on the head. He nailed it. It's a five. I know this guy and his his, his his, his fear of cracks. Five. He he uh, he rated it right in the middle. He said two and a half out of five. That's a five out of ten. That's the same. Nice job. You hit the target. Held it. I get, to reach into, I get to reach into Bob Barker's pocket for a, for a hundred dollars. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so we got one one each. We got one each and a, and a buzzer. Uh, we got one each and a loss. So we're gonna go. Um, we got two left here. So here's this one. So we can still tie and fuck this whole thing up. All right, you could still tie. No, and if you tie, then uh, we have to live for the rest of the time until Brian comes back on the show when he re-enters the cryogenic freezer that he goes into between appearances, um, without knowing who's better at doing this, whatever this is. So this one's from. Uh, so this one, he went, he, this one, he started to get some structure to his reviews um, that he did abandon immediately after uh, this, this one. <laughs> of course he did. So this one just says, where? Mixed pastry, Sydney, Royal Easter show. I don't know what that means. Okay. Um, um, it's like a, a, a county fair. That's what it is. Okay. They're our big Pie ones. Pie type. Beef, cheese, and bacon. All right. Uh, review. Yeah. Pie held up rather well, not much flake to it, so it created little to no mess whatsoever. Pretty good temperature, straight from warmer to gob. I think that's mouth. Yes, uh, flav- flavor was good. Flavor from warmer to Job. So Will Arnett <laughs> came by and picked it up. Um, flavor was good, not a whole lot of bacon, but overall I'm pretty happy with it. Wanted another one, but didn't want to walk back. <laughs> oh, he didn't walk back. Okay. So let's give I, this one a roll. All right. I, uh, he see, this seems to be getting like the biggest rave this guy's given so far. Uh, I'm going to say, I mean, he didn't walk back. So you got to bring it down a little bit for that. This guy reads real fat to me. Um, I am going to say, 
I already got burned on a seven and a half. No, that was eight and a half. I'm going to go seven and a half. Seven and a half. Oh, you're way too high. I'm not going to go one. I've, I'm going to play the game fair. I'm going to go. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> no, I'm going to go exactly where I think this comes in at because I'm going to get off the half measures. I'm going to go 6.2. I think the pastry is a big key component to it. And if you sh- cheese and bacon in Australia, it's like, remember when sun-dried tomatoes were the fashionable item in food everywhere in the sure. world? But cheese and bacon has never gone out of fashion in Australia. So it's terrible, the same as a sun-dried tomato uh, or tomato. Um, but Tomato. Yeah. <laughs> cheese and bacon, uh, sorry, terrible. Tony goes 6.2. So I'm I'm going. Here's I'm going to build a little suspense here. This pie looks truly awful to me. Uh, <laughs> it has a spread of a thick. Now he has put on. It is like a kid slathering on strawberry jam on top of this thing. Thick layer of ketchup on top of this thing. It is gooping out. There is a goop situation here. So maybe that's good, actually. It, it, now, the, the pastry looks very cake-y to me. Not cake, cake isn't yeah. the right word. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit. Is it short? Because um, It looks pretty short, is what I would say. Um, and, and apparently all that is very good because Brian hit the target. This one gets an eight. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I'm on fire. I'm, I'm, dialed in, I'm dialed into this guy now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This one does not look good to me. Um, it's just not my taste. So apparently, Tony, the not much flake to it was good. He put that in the plus column, this guy. Yeah, it said, so it created little or no mess. And I'm like, that's what he cares about with pastry is that he didn't get any on his shirt. Although to me, and this thing, um, here, let me just uh, let me just drop this image in our text channel here. You can look at this picture if you click on the text channel. Um, once it loads, but this this thing is a strange looking pie to me. Yeah. Um. That, it's, nah, it's goopy. That's why you fucked me up. Oh no, maybe not. That looks like a shepherd's pie to me. So it's beef, cheese, and bacon. It looks like a hot pocket filling to me, or or if you took about, two different hot pocket fillings and made. That it looks like, like mashed what potatoes. Kind of cheese, what kind of cheese are they using in these, uh, uh, Tony? Tasty. Have you got guys got a? It's like a, a cheddar, but not as tasty as cheddar. We call it tasty. It's like block cheese, like yellow block cheese, a processed cheese. No, not process, right. processed cheese. It's like an English cheese, but with less flavour. It, it's like a real cheese. It's not like a craft single cheese, but it's not Provel. The Provel no. pie. No, this is this is somewhere in between, like good cheese and and yeah, bad cheese. It's right in that middle ground, but it's not Good. fake. Um, so, so we got one more. Let's do it. I wanna, Tony's got to play for the tie. I'm gonna go to fucking bury him. I, I, this is this is gonna be a good one. This one's from Ferguson Plar Bakehouse, and it says Ferguson Plar. They're a Ferguson Plar. They're a chain bakehouse, yep. and it says it's in Melbourne, Mexico. And I don't know what that could possibly mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> It should be known that anybody from New South Wales has a small penis, and I'm including you in this, PMAC, because you're from the ACT, which is really just New South Wales, but um, allows X-rated content. 
Um, because they call all Victorians Mexicans because we're south of the border. So fuck those guys. <laughs> wow. That got um, weird. Mm. So here's what he's got on this one. This was pre the era of structure and also posted because he only had it for one, uh, one review. But um, he says, I would have loved a curry, but they have sultanas in them. So opted for the potato. Good choice. Uh, shepherd's pie. Yep. Upon pickup, the pie formed a belly, which Uh-oh. soon turned into a gaping crack in the center. <laughs> And we know which this meant, guy ain't into that. Which meant messy eating. The pie oh. fell apart after two bites. Not good. The beef in the pie was bland and completely flavorless. As for the mashed potato, well, you could say it was as dry as a nun's nasty. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> yes. dude. If you're going to do that, go with a dry as a dead dingo's donger. Overall, a terrible pie, almost unedible. This pie, unfortunately, falls into the quote, never eat again category. The dog seemed to enjoy it, though. And here's some pictures of it. It, it does appear to have structural problems. The top is potato. Um, Which is the way it should be on a shepherd's pie. It does have the ketchup spread what? all over the top of the potato. Um, the pie is a little leaky. I can see that. He does toss it on the ground, and then there is a picture of the dog. Uh, the a, a nice looking yellow lab uh, enjoying himself uh, some pie here. So there, oh, there's some other comments. I'll give you guys some other some. Uh, so he, this one picture of the droopy thing. He says the huge belly due to poor quality pastry. Uh, then he's got one you, here. You can see the crack forming after bite two. Lucky I wasn't driving, as this could have been a dangerous situation. I love the idea of this guy suing. The pie place because he was trying to also, eat it while you're right. I mean, just eat a pie, bro. Like, he is so involved. Every bite, he's got a chronicle. My yeah, it's God. wild. Like, can um, I tell you what this dude right. does as a profession? I don't know him, but I'm going to take a guess that this dude is a truckie. So it's important for him mm-hmm. that he grabs this at a roadhouse and it holds up and doesn't um, distract him, so he runs away. I mean, if you're going to do that, why would you get shepherd's pie? That's not the right. famous food that is stays constituted. Great, yeah, great driving food. I, I don't <laughs> want to agree with you too far on but you're absolutely right. This is a pie that's served in a foil container because they know that the short crust will not hold up by itself. Now, All right. I didn't ask you guys about your pies. So I'm just going to try and distract Brian from the description he already got because he's quite dialed in. But did your pies have the classic shortcut, short crust belly with a flaky top? Is that how they did it? Yeah, with, I think yeah. that is right. Yeah, it was short yeah. on the bottom and it was flaky on top. You're right because I was I was interested in that. I was like, these pies are different on the top and bottom. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the way God intended. Right, Tony, go ahead. You're you're up first oh, on this one. I, I mean, it. I think, I mean, I think we're probably both on the on the same page here. This I will note good. for How your assistance, he did rate this out of five. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stretch this one out of ten again too, because he doesn't rate on the same scale twice. He's he's bouncing all over the place. Here. Now you know these guys like Griff and I. We never rate something zero stars. We always give it one. So I think he's giving it one out of five. I think this is a two. He goes to the 10th. So I think he gives it two points for the fact that it's a pie and point two for the fact that the dog 
enjoyed it. So two point two. Two point two. Okay. And I don't listen. I've, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm not trying to price is right it just to get the win. I actually think. No, no. I actually think he gave it a zero. I, I legitimately think this guy gave this zero. And when Andy doubles it, I think it's going to be a zero still. But I remember from, uh, from math. So I think he went zero. All right. Brian gets it. It was a one out of five he gave it. A oh, two. Right in the, right in the and Tony, for some reason, had to, had to play fancy style and give him the dog bonus. But uh, Brian, Brian ekes out the win on the dog bonus mistake by, by Tony. <laughs> really, really, really tough. And I would like to point out about the Aussie Pie Reviews, man. Uh, the no Beef one we did was his final review. March 6, 2019, the, the coronavirus, speaking of people who have, who have been taken out by coronavirus 2019, have you heard of it? Uh, he was one of them. I think he's, I don't believe he's dead. I think he just stopped doing uh, reviews. <laughs> Do you believe he's alive his, though? No, I think he's not, dead unrelated to COVID. I think I, this but guy I will say that. that he started Aussie Pie Reviews on April 28th, 2017, <laughs> and his review of this bad pie was posted <laughs> April 29th, 2017. So he created this Facebook review site <laughs> for this just because he was pissed off about, about this, this pie. pie that he hated. That's what, <laughs> that Love what that. happened. Love it. And he posted like nine times. Two of them were memes and five <laughs> of them or six of them were pie reviews before he uh, unfortunately passed away or something after August, uh, March 6, 2019. So. Rip, right. rip, rip in peace to this guy. Brian, thank you for joining us. Um, uh, always a joy to have you on. Always a funny, funny experience. I'm, uh, I'm glad that somehow I was able to bring some joy to your coronavirus life, uh, even though it only lasted for one night somehow because you put all the pies in the oven at once. But we're, <laughs> we're going to forgive you for that. Um, uh, Tony, any, uh, any tips on where people can find us or anything like that? Uh, they can find you and me on Untapped. If you don't know by now, you don't really want to know. Brian, where can people find you if they want to find? If you want to be found, I don't want to be found. Don't look for me. Check no him way. out in King. Find him. <clears throat> sit at the comedy, the comedy club in Kingman, every night for the next many years, and you may very well run into him. I'm almost. A, I'm almost a hundred. If it wasn't for the fact that. My wife was the first one to get COVID in, in this house. Would have a hundred percent gotten it at this club in Kingman. Yeah. Uh, it was the most. It was the most COVIDy place I've ever been in my whole life. Yeah, when uh, I was so. yeah when I was in Arizona, it was the same way. But um, that show was sponsored by Pop, Papa Murphy's, which I Papa Murphy's could not, could not get over. Who I didn't. Was, I, I wouldn't have known it existed until. until um, I get it. it. Who were you sharing the marquee? Marquee with last time that you were involved in a show, you were sharing the marquee, of course, with the comedy great Bill Cosby. Um, was it Louis C.K. <laughs> this time? Harvey Weinstein? A couple, listen, uh, I'm, I'm gonna start performing the same Jimmy places Savile? as uh, as cancelled people. Uh, that's how you know, by the way, Dave Chappelle's not cancelled, he can still sell out any arena he wants to, and I'm standing on a, on a floor 
uh, in Kingman, Arizona. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was me. I was top of the ticket, baby. Yeah, you were rocking it. Yeah, it was good. And uh, I, I heard that show went good. So maybe maybe Kingman is a we should you and I should be busting down there, getting some Culvers and uh, oh, I'll watch you tell some jokes. That's what we want. Let's uh, not do right, the full wrap up. Can, Let's just get no, out of here. Okay. Go to our Instagram and sign up for our Discord. You guys know where to find it. And if you don't, just skip directly to one hour and 56 minutes on our last podcast. Brian, thank you for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.